Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. And depending on the time, I'm going to talk about how I uh, met this guy um, at, at the Galleria one day. Um, me and a friend were at lunch and this Middle Eastern guy came and introduced himself and started talking to us and and he seemed really nice but um, you know I really praise God for giving me the gift of discernment even when way before I'd ever become a Christian um, there was just something in me that could tell if something was off with somebody. And, um, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that and as well as listening to the person and you could tell if somebody's genuine or hustling or manipulating or full of it, you know. So, uh, yeah, he was telling me and my friend that he would take us to Palm Springs, that um, he had a lot of money and... Um, there was, uh, they were having a big party in Palm Springs, and he also said that, uh, he knew everybody at some Wall Street club downtown, and all the celebrities go there, and, um, yeah, because he knew people, you know, only certain people could, could get in, but since he knew people, he, he could get us in there, and just, you know, a lot of fluff, just, oh, yeah, and this, and I know this person, I know that, and so my friend and I were, I don't know how impressed we were, but I I don't know how impressed she was, but I was, like, acting very impressed. I didn't really I wanted to see how much I could get out of him, basically. So, um, I was like, well, what would we wear? You know, because we don't really have nice clothes, you know. And he said, I'll take you shopping. Oh, really? So, we happened, I was like, well, what about, could we go shopping at Nordstrom? (laughs) And he said, yes. So I'm like, okay, let's see how much money he has, you know. So we went to Nordstrom. And uh, my friend picked out, she picked out an $800 leather jacket. I picked out one, I can't remember, mine was like probably $500. I don't know, we we picked out, I, I got leather miniskirt, I got, um, we both got some really, really nice clothes, (laughs) really, really, he spent probably close to a couple grand, easy, 
maybe 2,500. And, you know, he was just, you know, flattering us and we were flattering him back, you know, gotta play the game. And, um, yeah, he was like, I'm gonna have a limo pick you up and, um, we're gonna drive to Palm Springs and you, we're gonna have a party. And, oh, but me and my friend were like, are there drugs gonna be there? There is, is there gonna be, like, do you guys, are you gonna have cocaine? Because that was our main concern. Like, you know, we don't wanna go to a party without cocaine. So, He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can get cocaine, we'll have, we'll have cocaine, you know, so, yeah, we're like, okay, so then, uh, so then my friend had to go home, and it was really weird, because the guy didn't have a car, he said he took a cab to the mall, the galleria, and so my friend, friend my, I called my best friend and I asked her if she I didn't want to be alone with the guy so my other friend had to leave and um she took her clothes and left and then my best friend I'm like I need you to come here and meet me over here and um he'll he'll probably buy you clothes too so I told him, oh, my, my other friend's coming. Maybe we, she can go shopping too. And um, yeah, and my other friend, not that she wasn't attractive, but she was not, uh, I mean, she's cute, but um, anyways, she, yeah, he was not willing to, by her, well, I don't think he was willing to spend the money, more money, um, because, yeah, my other friend left, and, um, yeah, with the promise that we're gonna go, you know, um, to, with him the next day, I think it was, so, um, or no, was it that night, I think it was either that night, and then we were going to a party, and then the next morning we were going to go to Palm Springs. So, me and this friend, um, I'm like, I told the guy, like, hey, can we take her shopping too? And you could tell he was a bit resistant, and, you know, he didn't take her to Nordstrom, he took her to some, like, I don't know, like, uh, Forever 21. It wasn't Forever 21, because we didn't have Forever 21 then, but... Um, I forgot the name of the, the store, but yeah, so Charlotte Roos or something, I think that was it, but, uh, so he bought her a couple things, like an outfit or something, and then, um, and then we told him we had to leave, and I was like, you know, oh yeah, we're gonna, oh yeah, come and pick me up, and yeah, and, uh, I gave him my mom's address, which was crazy, and her phone number, which was not thinking there, and, um, so, he didn't have a car, and he told us to drop him off at some house, and, not at the house, but, uh, in this neighborhood, like a gated neighborhood, and, um, 
So we dropped him off, and then we went, my best friend and I, we were hanging out with the, still with the gang. So we went to go hang out with the homeboys, and we were like, we thought, ah, ha, ha, you know, we got this guy, and um, we got over this guy, and look at all these clothes, and blah, blah, you know, and um, I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't go home that night. But I remember... I didn't go home, God, I don't even know how long, how many days I didn't go home, but, because sometimes I'd stay with my best friend, and, but my mom, when I did get home, my mom told me that this guy had been calling, and calling, and calling, and calling, and just kept bugging my mom, and, you know, uh, that he was supposed to come and pick me up, and blah, 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 and he was really mad, and, um, yeah, it was crazy, and so I spent the night at my best friend's, and it was really weird, um, I'm trying to remember everything in order, but, okay, so I was staying with her, and then we decided on a whim to, with a couple of our homeboys, to drive up north to San Francisco and go see Alcatraz, (laughs) and so, yeah, it was totally, you know, impulse, just like, yeah, let's do it, it was like, you know, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night, and, you know, we were high, and, um, we had a bunch of weed, we decided, like, we just smoke weed all the way up there, and, um, so we just decided to drive up there, and, oh my gosh, it seemed like it took forever, (laughs) it was so, and it was uncomfortable, and, you know, when we started to come down, we were so exhausted by the time we get, I think we got pulled over once, too, but nothing happened, but we got, by the time we got up to Frisco, and we didn't go to Alcatraz, I remember just looking across the water at Alcatraz, (laughs) I don't remember, We we were smoking weed, but we fell asleep at some park, um, just on the grass, we were so exhausted, but, um, yeah, and then by the time we finally got in the car, and to drive back home, I mean, we just went there, and then we went right back home, and we stopped somewhere, I don't remember where, but we, we stopped somewhere on the way back, and I just remember, I don't even know what city it was, but we drove by this one area, and it had a gas station, but only the, the gas pump, and it was really eerie, and there was, um, this cross with a goat's head hanging from it, I just... It was really creepy, and then when we we stopped at a, a, a like a grocery store, and we wanted to find if we could get something to eat, but we didn't have a lot of money or anything. But um, the whole area was just 
creepy. I can't even describe it. It was just creepy. The people were not friendly at all. But that was probably because, you know, we look like hoodlums. But, um, and it was mostly white people. But, um, it was just, just, I don't know. Just very creepy over there. But, but anyways, so we just, um, ended up getting home. And then when we got home, we... I remember my best friend, she was watching the news, and, okay, wait, was that her? She watched the news, she saw the place that we were at with the goat's head, and I think it was, like, some satanic ritual or something crazy on the news, but my mom, my mom yeah, I was pretty sure that was my mom, because she was very mad about the the man, she, he, the guy, Middle Eastern guy, he had called and called and called and called that night, and then the next day called and called and called, and, um, and she was, like, really mad, and, uh, it was either her or my best friend, I can't remember, somebody saw, uh, this big sex trafficking ring got busted and it was a bunch of Middle Eastern men and they would kidnap these women and um, they and drug them and take them to Palm Springs and then put them on an airplane and the Caucasian women would, they'd send to Japan and any other women, they would send to the Asian, mostly Asian women, they would send to the Middle East to be sex slaves. And that was crazy. Um, yeah. I just thought it was really crazy the fact that these these guys it was some kind of sex trafficking ring but they were actually taking these girls to Palm Springs and drugging them and then kidnapping them and I don't know that could have been us you know and God protected us but yeah and the crazy part about it is that after I got shot because I, you know, I didn't really ever go to my mom's house. I didn't, like, stay at her place because I was always getting high. And I usually stayed at my best friend's or I would stay with my homeboys or whatever. But after I got shot, I went back. Oh, yeah, at my little apartment my dad gave me. But um, after I got shot and I had to live with my mom, the day I got home... Literally, I walked into the house, laid on the bed at my mom's, and the phone rang, and it was that guy. And he said, oh, so you're home. How have you been? And I was, like, really creeped out. (laughs) But, you know, quick quick thinking, my hustling, you know, mind, I was like... (gasps) Oh, it's so nice to hear from you. Um, yeah, um, I just got shot. 
and uh, I just got out of the hospital, and you know, I was in a, I'm in a gang, and um, my, yeah, these guys, they shot me because they wanted to uh, get my husband, because, you know, he, they, everybody wants him, because, you know, he has a reputation, they wanted to get him, but because they couldn't get to him, they got to me, because I was second best, <laughs> I said it like, you know, yeah, you know, this, this the way it is, it's crazy, yeah, they wanted to kill me, and I'm just, like, blowing it up and making it sound really, you know, crazy, because I'm like, oh my god, this guy, you know, I gotta make him not want to have anything to do with me, because, you know, I'm gonna be too much trouble, (laughs) so... And I guess I did pretty well because he was like, oh, all right, well, I hope you get better. And that was it. And I didn't hear from him again. Thank God. But, um, yeah, that was another, you know, uh, situation where I think God really uh, had his hand on my life, you know, Um who knows, you know, I don't know if the guy was a sex trafficker or what, but the fact that he bought us, like, over two grand worth of clothes, clothing, I mean, just to, you know, woo us and try to get us to go with him to Palm Springs, that was weird, you know, and the way I looked at it was like, dude, I know you're hustling me. So, you know, you, you hustling me, I'll hustle you too. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, looking back, that was really foolish, you know, um, because who knows what kind of person he really was, you know, or if he was, yeah, I don't know, but. But yeah, and then um, soon after that, I, when I was working at the hostess uh, club, after I met Philip, maybe a week later, I met George, and he became my dope dealer for like years. But um, yeah. But I'll talk about that next time, um, so I won't go too long here, but, but yeah, George, same thing, like, he asked me to dance at the, at the club, and, and then, uh, I asked him if he got high, and he said no, but, you know, why, what, what I like, and, uh, you know, cocaine, and he's like, well, I got some, and he gave me a, a, a huge, uh, like, not container, well, it was a container, but, like, a, a vial, but it was a big vial, it wasn't, like, your normal little size, and, um, and he goes, here, take it to the bathroom, and so I went, and I did a couple lines, and it was very good cocaine, and so after that I was like okay where'd you get that do you have more can I buy some and blah blah I mean so he's like well you can come over to my house and 
So I went over there, followed him. I had a car then. Um, and uh, he was very nice. Um, in the beginning, they're always nice. <laughs> and the first one's always free. Uh, yeah, he gave me, because I was like, oh, I can't stay. I have somewhere to go. Um, I have plans, you know, because I didn't want to get stuck there. So I said I was going to this club and could I buy some? He's like, oh, no, here, I'll give you some, you know, gave me a bindle. And um, like I said, first one's always free. And he had ecstasy and volume and yeah he had all kinds of stuff and he he let me load up and um you know I was like oh you know you're so nice and whatever kissing his butt just acting like you know hustling him basically playing him just like he was playing me and yeah so uh got his number and said goodbye went to the club where I was going and he became my my coke dealer for many years after that and um who boy yeah um some not so good memories but but I'll talk about that another time. Thank you for listening. God bless you.